Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till uh, 11 o'clock. Bob is Bob Shore. He's one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. Four lines open. I got a feeling you guys thought we were off today because it's a holiday weekend kind of thing, but we're here. Feel free to get online. Normally, the lines are all jammed up, but uh, today you guys are making us work for it here. 800-966-WTIC, <laughs> 522-WTIC. Uh, and some new, Google, Google Home you were talking about a little bit, right, where people yes. are getting the new Google Home. Yes. And so I'm going to make a prediction. I usually don't do this, but considering email and how everyone's getting in trouble for their emails and considering how everyone's getting in trouble for their texts, right? They have pages and pages of text of the FBI thing going on, right? Everyone's getting trouble for their texts. I'll predict, Bob, that these Alexa devices, these Google devices, instead of using your electronic information, they're just going to simply now have your voice saying whatever you're saying to incriminate you. Whatever that might be. So instead of pages of texts of you going back and forth or pages of emails of you deleting them in rapid fire, you're going to have your voice on the Googleplex or on the Amazon cloud. Well, Good luck with this, guys. My wife and I discovered a couple of new... Not that there's anything wrong with whatever you're saying. New features for us. Anyway, uh, we made some new observations about the Google Home uh, in the last week, which we didn't know about. That you liked? Well, it was just an observation, kind of. All right. The first observation is is that when you ask Google Home how to say a, a word from English in another language, yeah. Okay, you know how the voices are always like a female voice, I didn't very know. friendly female voice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, the foreign language is going to be in a male voice. Interesting. So at least uh, from the languages that we've tried, that's uh, that's what we've noticed so far. All right. And then the other thing is is that uh, sometimes. Uh, a certain member of my household, I, I won't mention any names. Uh, you're no fun. All right. Forgets where they place their smartphone. <laughs> yeah. So they say, hey, Google. Right. Call my phone. Yeah. And it calls. And then you can find your, your cell your phone. phone. And then when it rings, and she can find her phone. Oh. We've narrowed it down, you know, with okay. the sheep. Aren't but here's the thing. <laughs> yes. She did that the other day. Yeah. Because she would never admit it. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, that person. Yep. <laughs> not to say who it was. Of course not. But, uh, and I noticed something very quickly because mm-hmm. she would pick it up and then shut, shut up and, and hang up the phone. Yeah. I said, go in the other room and do, do it again. So you know, she said, call my phone. And right. then she went in the other room so yeah. we wouldn't get the feedback. Yeah. So you can actually use your Google Home device and make a call to a phone 
And it works both directions, just like a phone. So you can talk to somebody. Um, so it's like a voice over IP built right in. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So and creepy I could say, time. hey, Google, call this number. It'll right. call the number, and I can just talk and not even pick up a handset. Just be standing in your living room. Right. Talking on, a, on the quote-unquote VOIP technology. Yeah. So That's cool, I guess. They're not listening in. No. <laughs> no. But I did notice another thing that I hadn't noticed before. Who's they, by the way? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> the Googleplex. Oh, yes, Of yes. course. Or the NSA. Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe but anyway, in the front of the Google Home, there's a little button where you can actually mute the mic. Oh, you can, huh? Yes. Is so, it hidden in there? No, in it's the, right in, in plain the... sight, right in the front, where, last place you'd look. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> mute me. <laughs> All right. Well, you've had your fun. Um, you also, we also want to bring up the fact that on the Apple devices, they did have a technology or a feature back in iOS nine. We were talking about, right, Bob, with the uh, batteries. That's right. So ba- back in iOS nine, they had a low power feature, right? They actually let you put your phone into low power mode, which would kind of do what they're doing now without telling you. You could elect to do it because you knew your phone was at twenty percent, and you're like, okay, I'm stuck out here ice fishing, and I got twenty percent left. And it's cold out, so I'm going to put my phone in low power mode, and it'll last the rest of your ice fishing day. Uh, whatever that, I mean, that just sounds like no fun at all to me, but that's just, Bob used to do that as a kid. That's why it popped into my head. <laughs> and uh, so you turn your, your, your phone down back in iOS 9, but that feature was taken away in later editions, and they just did it for you. <laughs> well, I don't know. From what it says here, and yeah. based on the picture I'm looking at, it I'm not still be sure there? that the feature was taken away. Oh, okay. I think that the, the warning notification was, take, the warning was taken away. Was taken away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the more insidious thing. Okay. So, well, again, Apple's got some some splaining to do. And uh, again, I, I'm just a messenger, guys. Yes, you know I'm enjoying this. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I am enjoying this. Um, but I'm not surprised. And the re- you, you can't be right. I've only the only reason I've been so anti-Apple is how much they charge you for the same crap everyone else gets. And they're way behind nowadays with all the technology anyways. They're not better. All right. And now on top of that, they're abusing you further (laughs) by not giving you that one little notification that would give you more enjoyment out of your little iPhone device. Yeah, but how can we make our trillion dollar profit if we don't? (laughs) Again, I'm sure I've got Apple stock in some of my retirement funds. I want them to do well. I don't want them to not do well as a company, but they can't abuse their people. Yeah, we do. we got to charge them $80 for a $4 battery. If they can convince you to do that, go ahead. Um, But, I don't know, it's just not for me. Let's go on to Janet in Farmington next. You were nice enough to call us this morning. Hey, Janet. Good morning. What's up? I'm um, a computer novice, all and right. I'm um, looking for. Uh, I have no computer access at home at all. Wow. And, um, I would like to. I access my email uh, from my public library. Okay. And I wondered what you would recommend. I'm thinking of a small laptop, yeah. perhaps, um, of to purchase so that I could access my email at home. Yep. And maybe something that would also give me access to the internet. So you'll need two things. Your first step will be to decide your internet access. Do you have a cell phone now, or do you have a, I have a cell phone? Okay, is it a basic flip phone? Is it a smartphone? Probably a flip phone, right? It's a flip phone. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm I guess. A dinosaur. No, no. Hey, you probably have a lot. You, you, probably a lot less worries. A lot less money. Yeah, you're able to enjoy life a lot more. Um, <laughs> so you need to get on the internet. And so you want to get a very low, small, itsy bitsy, teeny weeny internet package from wherever you're. You're you're in Farmington. Maybe it's Comcast. Maybe it's Cox. Okay. Or even even DSL. The cheapest internet package you can buy. 
is what you want, and you just want internet. Right. You don't want TV. You don't want anything else. Right. So try to keep it See forty if you can bucks get or the, less. The ten dollar a month one. Oh, if you can get that, it's a bad big rate. Uh, I don't know what you're going to find out there for the cheapest, but that's all you need is the cheapest, littlest, smallest pipe you can buy. Okay. Now, which companies did you recommend? Whatever's in your area in Farmington, it's a monopoly. Okay. Uh, so you're stuck with uh, only a couple providers, either Frontier, which would be over the copper DSL, or you have uh, cable service from either Comcast or Cox. I don't want to say it's Comcast out in Farmington, but I'm not sure. Um, you can actually put in your zip code. You can go if you just well, you can't Google anything. Huh? Uh, go to your library and then Google um, broadband in your zip code, and you'll see some options out there. Broadband plus zip code. Yep. Okay. And then for a computer, um, so you're a novice, like you said, but I still wouldn't recommend an i3. Stay away from anything i3. Um, you want an i5 or better. I really don't think i3 should be even manufactured. That's my own opinion. Okay. But uh, if you stick with a, a basic computer, i5, that will be in that five or $600 range, okay. you should be happy based on what you've told me for quite some time. Okay. Unless you drop it. Okay. Would you recommend an Apple laptop? I wouldn't, no, because you're not going to find anything for, <laughs> for 500 bucks. Okay. Um, you could buy generally two or three PCs with the price of Apple products. Um, so I wouldn't, unless unless you're more comfortable with that operating system. Are you from the uh, educational world or from? No, no. Um, I've always worked with um, Microsoft. Oh, okay. Whenever I've uh, worked with a computer, then then stick with that uh, a Microsoft product. I think you'll be. It's a lot less expensive, and it'll, it'll you can find something in that five hundred dollars price range. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I appreciate your program. It's been an eye-opener for me, and I'm sure you're educating many, many people. And I thank you for your time. Oh, our pleasure, and thank you for listening. And good luck now you're joining uh, us on the computer. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. What's the zip code in Farmington, do you know? There's a couple zip codes, I think. Farmington, you're not going to find just one, but I want to say it's Comcast. She'll be able to go to the library and find that. Let's go on to uh, East Hartford and Bob. Hey, Bob. Hi, good morning. 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 Last fall, you people helped me with going from uh, Windows 8 or 9 to 10. All right. And I got everything switched over, no problem. Mm -hmm. The only problem I'm having now is my computer does not recognize my camera. I can't transfer uh, photos from my camera to my... uh, To your computer. To my computer. So you shouldn't do it that way. Do, do you have a smart card? Uh, yes, I do, a, an SC, yeah. Okay. Don't ever do it with the camera directly to the computer. Go get oh. a card reader. Uh, that's what I've always done. I put the card into the computer or into the printer yep. and put it through that way. But it's not reckon- – any photos I've taken since I've had Windows 10 on the computer huh. – no longer does the camera, I have extra photos in there after Windows 10, and it does not recognize those to transfer them over. On the card anymore? On the card. That's bizarre. Yes. So, so you could have an issue with the drivers for the card reader, uh, because you're not, you know, your phone, your, your, your camera's just doing JPEGs and regular images, so it's having a problem with the format of the card, the little SD card. Well, no, because <clears throat> I don't think so, because I went into the uh, uh, site for a uh, camera, mm-hmm. and it gave me some troubleshooting for Windows 10, Yeah, uh, people uh, stating that uh, in the community that people don't 
uh, have had the same problem of transferring their photos from their camera to the to you know or from really? the card to to the PC because there's a problem with uh, something that is being read that's not being allowed to be read because it, it's not recognizing it. Yeah, no, right. So it's some formatting issue. Uh, the SD card itself is not being seen as a drive the way it used to be okay. in Windows 10. So I think we're both saying the same thing. Um, how old are those SD cards? Oh, the camera, I think, is about four years old. Okay. I'd say... At least two. Okay, then that, that's pretty young. Have you tried buying a new SD card, formatting it, taking a picture, and just sticking a brand new SD card in that reader and seeing if it did, did anything differently? No, I haven't. It, they're cheap, and there's no you can never have enough SD cards. Okay. Just to try it, to see if there's something up with the format on that SD card now versus if you try a newer one. I would just at least try that. All right. Um, when you stick the SD card into the reader, it should see it. Now, you're doing it through your printer. Is that what you said? Uh, either way. I either do it through the printer or through the PC itself. The printer could be a problem because it could also be less compatible with Windows 10. Okay. So I would I would angle toward the PC. All right. Then again, the last piece of this puzzle could be a little reader itself. Is the reader itself built into the PC or is it an add-on, a USB add-on? No, it, it's, it, it's in the computer. There's like four slots on the top of the uh, nice. Uh, tower. Nice feature. Um, so... I mean, it technically could be the driver for that reader inside that PC under Windows 10. That could also be part of the problem. But go buy a, another card, just a blank okay. SD card, and format it on the camera and uh, take a picture and stick it in there and see if it has something to do with the older card. If it if it, the problem still persists, I don't know, I'm thinking it's the reader or it's some driver issue with Windows 10. It's I've never heard of it before, but I believe you that it's out there. Have you seen anything else, Bob? Well, it could be that uh, the card could be going bad, too. That happens. How many have you tried, Bob? How many of your cards? Uh, well, I've only got three. And you tried and all three? the last one is the new one with the smaller uh, micro card inside the yeah. uh, card reader. You know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. For a smaller camera. You know, so you, and you tried them all? Thing. And you tried them all? Yes. Mm. And it's the problem in both devices. I That's think it's really got to be the the reader. You think so? I think it's the driver, yeah. Hmm. You could also then run out and buy a cheap reader. We're having and hawing because your computer itself is not telling you you've got a bad reader device, but it seems to be a problem with the, probably the driver of that reader in that box. You upgraded, you said, right? From 8 or yeah, from 7? From 8 to 10. And 8 to 10. I put 10 in, it doesn't... Yeah. How old is the reader that you're using? It's built into the computer, so how old is oh, that? The computer, it's about 11 years old. What?! So it could well, very. Well, you guys helped me out. Last time. <laughs> I got everything transferred over, and nice. it's working fine. Eleven years. Oh, Bob, I'm thinking it's an eight, a, a version eight PC. So it's only a couple of years old. The thing has been upgraded numerous times, right, Bob? Yes. All right, I'll bet my third kid that it's the reader. Guarantee you, it's the reader because it's way too old, there's and the, no, you need a new no one. There's no driver for that old of a device. Yeah, and so if I'm I, wrong, I you know my my son's driver. available to shovel. What? I get an outside driver and plug it in and see if that Get an works. outside reader. Get a USB reader, yeah, reader. brand new one, okay. and both of us, yes, definitely it'll work. It's 11 years old. Okay. All right, Bob. And how fast of a USB port do you have? Is it an old USB 1? What, uh, co what color is the port? Is it white, black, or blue? I USB. couldn't tell you. I, I would bet you it's white. If it's white, it's USB uh, one. 1 or 1.1. 1 .1. If it's uh, black, it's USB 2. And if it's blue, it's USB 3. Yeah. 
but uh, that'll that'll slow your your transfer speeds down. But at least go out and get a new reader. Okay. That eleven I'll years old, that. it's got to be a driver issue for that. All right, Bob. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. So yeah, he kind of threw me when he told me it was an eight O upgrade because typically when they came as eight O, right? They're they're not that old, a couple years old. Mm-hmm. But he must have upgraded that thing numerous times. Eleven years, good for him. We're gonna take out a step out for a quick break. We got three lines open for you. One eight hundred nine five three ten eighty. Um, 522-WTIC and uh, 800-966-WTIC. And we'll do our best to take your calls, answer your, your concerns about your iPhones, whatever we can do to help you. We'll be right back. Yeah. Oh my God! Answer. <laughs> it said yeah. You say yeah. Yeah, it's her. Oh my God! Is a woman? Yeah. I'm glad to meet what you. What is this thing? <laughs> Hello, Google. Hey, you're okay. That's something from Google. the last bits. You have to say hey, Google. Or okay. Hey, Google. Okay, Google. What's the weather? Yeah. What's the weather, ask? What the weather? You want to know what is the weather? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. In Flagler Beach tomorrow, there will be showers with a high of 65 and a low of 56. (laughs) With this. I'm scared too for her. (laughs) That's an Italian grandmother learning about Google Home and. it's a viral video that's out there of her learning Google Home. She must have gotten that for Christmas. And uh, we thought it was pretty funny for you guys to hear. But I'm sure you all dealt with that on your Christmas, right? Because Google was giving the things away. Um, and uh, I'm sure you've got one now in your home, and people are going to say, okay, Google, on all your commercials now. I mean, didn't like Burger King do that and others are doing that? Instead of actually doing a commercial, they were tricking your your, your system into actually reading the Wikipedia on a new burger or what have you. Um, when they were broadcasting the commercial across the airwaves. So Alexa or whatever will be talking about the, the product. I'm sure that gets really annoying. But We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 1-800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything we've talked about so far has been posted live. If you follow us on Twitter, right next to Donald Trump, we're at TabComputerSys on Twitter. Everything went to your news feed, as long as uh, they didn't deem it fake news. Of course, Facebook. Also, if it's not deemed fake news, Zuckerberg letting it go through. It's on your Facebook feed if you like Tab Computer Systems. And on the old-fashioned website at computertalkwithtab.com. We'll be right back. And we're back. I'm not sure what this static is, but that's planet. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And uh, net neutrality. Hey, we survived it. Everyone's still here. Net neutrality is over. Oh, my sons came back from UConn, and it was like the end of the world. They were listening to, you know, the end of net neutrality, and they were getting tweeted and retweeted. Chris Murphy was all over their Twitter feed saying, oh, make sure this doesn't end. And uh, net neutrality is over. And I had a nice uh, conversation with my my youngest uh college student who uh, was trying to understand, you know, about the free 
and open internet. Now, as a college kid, he thinks the internet's free somehow. Um, you know, he just connects to it and it's there, right? He's not paying for it. He gets it at UConn on the Wi-Fi. That's free, right, Bob? Nobody's paying for internet at UConn. Yeah, tuition at UConn is free, right? Yeah, of course it is. And then, of course, he comes home and it's free, too. Magic. Yeah, because his parents get free internet. <laughs> so all that was supposed to end when net neutrality ended and Chris Murphy was, beware, beware, your internet's no longer free. Guys, it's still not free. Uh, I had to explain to him how he was, it's kind of tongue in cheek because he was joking with me a little bit. He understands it wasn't technically free. But when we really got into the weeds and I asked him, hey, bud, would you really pay for Snapchat? And the answer is no. Would now, you pay for Facebook? Most people would say no. <laughs> and that's the problem. See, big content, Facebook, Snapchat, Google, these guys are, I call them big content. You got big internet, big content. You know, you got. Well, I would pay and big I do oil. pay for Netflix. Well, and you do. Yes. So they, the, the college students, of course, are upset about not being able to get access to, I don't know, HBO for free, even though they're not supposed to be able to get access to it. But. You can stream. The kids have more access at UConn to the things that you, you, the rest of us pay for that you'd be amazed. And they're using it through all sorts of free apps. They're using it through, quote, unquote, jailbroken fire sticks. I mean, these kids are watching premium content like crazy right through UConn's pipes and uh, all for free. And uh, they didn't want that to go away. <laughs> all, all software is supposed to be free, right? Right. So we had a nice discussion about net neutrality, and I explained to him how it worked. And not to be afraid. And then I simply asked them the questions, would you pay for Facebook or would you pay for Snapchat or would you pay for Instagram? And I would contend most of us would not. If it costs you 4 bucks, 10 bucks a month for Snapchat, it's gone. And Snapchat is banking on you, you know, not having to pay for it, you know, having their service ride across your broadband. You know, if you're on a cell phone or a smartphone and you're using cellular data to get Snapchat, you're paying through the nose for internet. Right? I mean, of course, he's not because he's still in college, so somebody else is. So technically, he doesn't pay for any internet. He thinks it's free. That's my fault. And I think I fixed that as far as explaining it to him. But um, net neutrality has come and gone, and we're all still here. And uh, I would contend things like the uh, dark web will be throttled, and I think they should. The Tor networks, the Onion networks, all these things that people are stealing content for this is you know copywritten content from the artists that produce it you know they should be shut down and i'm sorry college kids i'm not going to cry for you if you can't get your free content anymore because those services have been throttled um it they should be you should be either paying for it or asking your parents to pay for it but somebody should be paying for the content um that these artists created no matter how you feel about them heck they're hollywood they're all your buddies um but you know, what are you going to do if, if that occurs and your free internet becomes a little more expensive? Would you pay for Snapchat? If, you, if the answer is no, I don't care if Snapchat goes away, do you? In other, <laughs> net, in other net neutrality news, now this is before net neutrality. This is, this is big content fighting it out. We talked about this a little bit uh, before the Christmas holiday. Google versus Amazon, these are two big content folks, are throttling each other. So YouTube services are no longer available on the Fire TV. And this is a fight between Google and Amazon because Amazon is not selling Google products on the retailer's stores. So they don't care about neutrality when it comes to their ability to fight with each other. They just want you and I to subsidize their content for you. 
But when it comes to them being able to say no YouTube on a Fire Stick, I don't see any tweets from Murphy well, you or know, Blumenthal. That's Do you? like if you have a Ford and a Chevy and the government says that Ford has to build their cars and use Chevy parts mm. and Chevy has to use Ford parts. Right. I mean, they're they, competitors. They compete. Yeah. So, but don't they all use AC Delco anyways? <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a gearhead. But the point is, Google and Amazon, big content, seem to find it no problem that they can eliminate and throttle each other, but they don't want big internet to throttle them or have them have to pay extra to deliver well, the content you know, to you. Well, you what the government's for, it's to protect my monopoly. I, I mean, let's, let's get down to the brass tacks Exactly, here. exactly. That's so, why I pay them uh, money for those uh, people on K Street. Well, we'll put a link up here for you, and you can read the article yourself. And if you're wondering where YouTube disappeared off your fire stick, that's why. We have four lines open for you guys. We're here till 11 o'clock, 1-800-953-1080, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online. Anything else you want to bring up, Bob? I don't know. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? The tech things, big things to go. The Internet of Things kind of fizzled in the last year. That it, well, the Internet of Things is a big big problem, a lot of security problems with those cameras and such. Well, that's the problem. You have all these different manufacturers who are making stuff, and they want to make them work with each other. Yeah. But you have security and ease of use are diametrically opposed to each other. Right. So – they have to get on onto these standards, right? And they don't. First of all, some of these companies have, know nothing about technology, so they get a product and they throw security isn't even a consideration. No, the password's password, admin and blank password, and you're on. Well, why even have a logon and a password in yeah. the first place? Just plug it in and let it go. Well, their point is, well, it's just a coffee pot. You, know, you just put your coffee pot on the internet, and it's going to tell you when it need, when it's making coffee for you. Yeah, and you don't need to know that it's been, you know, it's running or not running. You know, so if somebody can hack into thing. it and make coffee on your coffee pot, and you don't have the little container underneath of it to catch the yeah, water. you got a mess. <laughs> Some North Korean's gonna make your coffee pot spill all over your counter. Yeah. Well, like back in the seventies, uh, mm. when they used to, used to pay for long distance, lots of money. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh. I don't know if you remember the article, but you know, like somebody broke into somebody's house. While made, they were on vacation. And made phone calls. And they made a long-distance phone call to uh, Australian time and temperature. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that went on for like two weeks. Ooh. And they had like a forty or $80,000 phone bill oh, when they came boy. home. That's not good. <laughs> they just did it to cause trouble for them. Yeah, wow. but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Guy in West Hartford next. Hey, Guy, what's up? Hi, guys. Uh, good. Just a comment on the... Um, Apple scenario. Yeah. Uh, we bought a bunch of iPads once, mm-hmm. about four or five years ago, for all our employees. Nice. Uh, but now, in the last year or two, I've noticed the performance has gotten slower and slower. Right. To the point where uh, you really don't even want to use it anymore. Right. But I attribute it just to the operating system upgrades and the adding features. And I'm sure there's not a bunch of guys at Apple that are that are getting excited about making sure their new operating system upgrades are working on the old devices. They all want to work on a new stuff. That's exactly right. So their, their planned obsolescence is quite dramatic. Again, one of the things I've always been against Apple about. Uh, I mean, we just had a caller who tricked me into talking about his 11-year-old f- computer, you know, his issues with his card. He didn't trick me. I'm just kidding. But it was an 11-year-old machine. I mean, that's, that's using technology to the fullest, right? He's extracted as much as he can get out of that thing 
his return on investment is great. You guys have your five-year-old iPads that are now, what, coasters? Uh, warm coasters, yeah. if, you, if you charge them up. Yeah, so it's too bad. And, now yeah. App, and Apple had made their devices to not have the batteries re- replaceable in some of those devices. They didn't give you any way to expand the RAM and the uh, hard drive space, so it could accommodate these new massive iOSs that they're updating it to. Why would they do that? They're the company that it just works, right? <laughs> they're the company out there looking forward for, to make you happy, guy. Well, they're... Their their planned obsolescence is working. Oh yeah, they've made money hand over fist. I can't I can't fault them for that. But it just, just gets... they're banking on that you're going to go out and buy all new devices for your employees. Right now, you're, are well, you actually I did that uh, two years ago. We bought the iPad Mini. You did so. You did do that. Yeah. And they're now two years old. How are they running? Still, those are still okay. All right, good. Those had 32 gig instead of 16, and probably a faster processor and everything else. But, right. Uh, keep sure an eye on those batteries. Years, I'll be making the same call again to you. Yeah, well, keep an eye on those batteries because <laughs> it, it could they could <laughs> be doing it. I'll start up and figure something else out. But uh, no, their 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 plan is working pretty well. What apps do you use on your iPad Minis that you couldn't use on an Android system? Um, you know, these are just toys. I mean, it's browsing and shopping and. You know, maybe FaceTiming and emailing, something, nothing, uh, oh. nothing specific. So you can pretty much do everything except for FaceTime. But even though Android does have something called Duo, which is their equivalent to FaceTime. Yeah. But um, you're not using them for a whole lot then. That's good news. No, this is just a this is just a sit around and uh, you know put your fingers through the walking. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Yeah, there are there are other alternatives. So maybe uh, people should explore those as well uh, before they. Uh, just run over to the Apple Store. It's a lot of just money. Just out of curiosity, according to this article that we posted, it says uh, that because the iPads and Macs have bigger batteries, the features uh, that are causing the slowdown isn't aimed at those devices. But from what you're saying, it sounds like it's affecting those as well. The older ones, the real right. ones. Well, it could be, but I... I suspect the batteries are okay. Yeah. But what my point is that just it's an older device and and with all the bells and whistles that are added to the operating system, that um, just everything else runs slower. The uh, it's going to affect the performance on the network and the and the screen refresh and everything else. Well, technically, a bell and a whistle we're all happy about, but right. when a bell and a whistle produces a Bronx cheer, yeah. then you ask yourself, was it a bell and a whistle? I mean, that's my point about all this stuff. If it's supposed to be designed to make it better, and it just lays an egg. The other factor I'll just raise is that the the, the content that's being downloaded is so graphics heavy. Yeah. I mean, when we started this this out, you know, let's say ten years ago, you could actually tell your browser not to download images. Right. And it would load really, really quickly, and all you were getting was text. Right. Yeah. Well, that that's all gone away. I mean, you you, you couldn't do anything realistically now without looking at the images and. Uh, right. You know, I mean, sometimes the the ad blockers will help a little bit, but so much of the content is is it's so large with all the graphics that um, you know that, that, that the network pipes are being uh, are being tested. You are correct, sir. That is true. The whole the nature of the internet continues to change. Thankfully, and that's what's been doing ever since it was invented by Mr. Gord back in the nineties. <laughs> so it's been changing forever, and uh, it'll continue to get better and better. We hope. So. You're right. The nature of the uh, of the yeah. beast has changed, and, and and Apple has to continue to to move forward with it. All so, right. well, thanks, thanks for calling, so much, guy. Brother. All right, take it easy. Yeah, have a good time. You too. Bye bye. I'm still waiting for my Star Trek com badge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still mad at CBS and what they did with that Star Trek series. Oh well, yeah, you well, make it pay ten bucks to watch Star Trek. Uh, ten bucks. I, a month. I can't believe that they're making more money 
with that model, you know, that business model mm. on that on that series. We'll see. We'll see what happens because some of the things you see through Facebook about people being upset about the situation. I mean, if you're a Star Trek fan, I mean, I grew up with Star Trek when the original series, right? I mean, it's always been that, you mm-hmm. know, a broadcast show. And we could pay Not 10 anymore. bucks a month for all access. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Rick, hang on. A couple lines open for you. We'll talk net neutrality and other things. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab on this last last weekend of uh, 2017. And uh, we're here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. 522-WTIC. 1-800-966-WTIC. Let's go to Rick in Torrington. Wants to talk net neutrality. Hey, Rick. Hey, guys. How you doing? Love the show. Thanks. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Um, net neutrality. I thought the biggest issue there, I mean, you guys talking about who would pay for this, that, and the other. I thought the biggest issue is a, an Internet provider, for their own vested interest, could, if, if they wanted to, allow, say, ESPN.com to load super fast when you go to it, but not, say, let SportsIllustrated.com come through. So, yeah, the same way YouTube is not on a Fire Stick. So it's the same. that's fine, but right. that's, that's a but that's that's a choice of do I to me the internet is almost a it's almost a commodity yeah. and i'm not the only one that feels that I way i know i know i don't think it's a, and i'm not one of those that that lives in fantasy land that things are free right but i don't like the notion that a big carrier could decide you know what we for our vested interest that we're not going to tell anyone about right. we're going to let espn.com come through instantly and be really nice and we'll throttle down and choke SI.com yeah. because, again, for whatever financial reasons. So don't you think that, in general, is an issue? Yeah, so take it to the next step. Let's say that happens, right? Let's just say that happens, and uh, somebody throttles Sports Illustrated like that. What could happen then? Well, Sports Illustrated might go to another carrier and, and work out a way to get a, a competing carrier in there that says, you know what, guys? I'm going to start my own broadband. I'm, I Google, I Apple, yeah. right? So if you let them fight it out, Rick, and this occurs, and you scream loud enough, but by not allowing the competition to occur and not allowing the shenanigans to occur, you don't get the market forces that produce the competition. Right, and I'm pro-market forces, guys. Trust yeah. me. No, I yeah. But, but the, the thing is, what, if, what about people who are Internet naive? And they, yeah. don't, even, they don't even know what net neutrality is. They, they don't even know that they can't that the reason why SI.com isn't coming through is not because it's a glitchy website. It's because the carrier. It's up to fine. SI. That's up to SI to explain that, right? That's up to the, per- the content provider to say, hey. Yeah, okay. And Netflix was whining pretty loud uh, when they weren't getting the priority they were paying for because they do pay for prioritization to get their bandwidth to you. And you can produce bundles and such. T-Mobile was offering HBO streaming that wouldn't affect their data plan, and that was actually against net neutrality. Net neutrality had to say you can't do that. So your point is exactly well taken, except let it happen. If it does, you'll produce a market force. You know what people were trying to say was your little YouTube channel won't get through because your point of view was on the left or the right. That that was what the big concern of of supposed net neutrality advocates were. But you know YouTube is Google, man. 
Mm-hmm. Google's monstrous. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about that per se. Go ahead, Bob. It seems like the playground is now just the big boys. Well, you know, that same sim- it always it has been. It always has been. That's that same similar thing happened in the TV industry. There were channels that um, Comcast took out of their packages. Yep. And then other people said, well, you know, I can't get the sports channel. Right. Call Comcast and tell them I want it back. Right. That so we, was the market speaking. Right now yeah. we also have the issue with cables being cable uh, providers having their separate territories. So nobody seems to care about that. So if, our yeah. ba- if, the, if the government folks really care about competition, they'd break up that monopoly. The technology exists that they could uh, break this up and allow for carriers to be – competing all over the place. They just choose not to. The internet is a place where that competition could occur. And again, net neutrality happened. Can you get your internet? Yes, you can. No one's stopping your internet. No one's throttling your stuff. Um, Could different bundles occur? Yes. Could competition come in where they want to offer higher speeds? Sure. The HOV lane on the highway, if you don't have two people in the highway, what kind of ticket do you get? Zero or a big one? You get a big one, right? Right. Well, it's incumbent on people to inform themselves as much as possible about just just so that they understand. Well, it's because um, it's it's marketed as net neutrality, a free and open internet. It just sounds so warm and fuzzy. Yeah, well, the word free is that. See, that's that's the problem there. Oh that's yeah. Where people start to go off the rails. Yeah, it's all in the marketing, right? Because it's a different version of the word free that we're really talking about. Exactly. So that's that's good. Anyway, by the way, got an uh, Echo Dot. For Christmas from uh, my daughter, yeah. and my wife and I. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. All right, it's awesome. I love it. Well, Rick, we got to go. Thank you for joining right. in. You bet. Right. Take it easy. Bye. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this frigidly cold Saturday morning. Stick around. Doctor Lessie's up next with healthy rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Mike G posted everything live. Thanks again for that. It's out there on computertalkwithtab.com, Facebook, and and Twitter. If you follow us at Tab Computer Sys, thanks Matt for producing, and we'll be off next Saturday. I'll be falling down a mountain in Vermont. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.